Hello and welcome to Z Goes to Work. So this will be a podcast about mainly business and life stuff. Anyway, um, my name is Zainab Fashola and um, semi-known more so for my travel platform called Ziggles. But beyond travel, I've been in the business space for quite some time. I grew up really in the beauty business space. And um, I find that people come to me for advices, for those who know what I do. Funny enough, most folks don't even know what I do. And that's been amazing. But then I do get people who tell me, oh, hey, can you talk about X, Y, Z a bit more? That others will benefit from this information. And it irks me a lot when folks who have a platform to share information withhold it and have you pay to learn those information. And that that bothers me. So I thought, okay, well, let me start off something where I share my experiences and share what I do know and allow for a forum where I can ask others to advise me about what they do know and others can also learn from that. So here it comes. Z goes with goes to work. And so what's my background? So my background is my family owns a company called Cody Cosmetics. My mom started this company over 30 years ago. And I grew up along with my siblings working there every weekend, every Saturday. Baluku Markets was our jam. We went to go help out there. And so my life has always been involved in the beauty business space. Went to America for college. And um, while I was in school, worked in the school library. And I was very persistent there because it was tough to get that job. And it required having to inquire and follow up almost every day for about a year before I got that job. And then I also worked at a local restaurant. And that will be where I'll start off my topic for today. And that will be negotiations, a.k.a. Haggling. I love to haggle and uh, my job at the restaurant was where I learned I needed to make sure I always got the best value for myself. So um, my first proper job in America was at the school library. Prior to that, I had just done volunteer-based jobs. So I volunteered at the local hospital and the local library. And then working at the school library, they had a set fee they paid all students. And so you could only work maximum 20 hours in a week. And we got paid $7.50 per hour. And so that was a set fee. There was no negotiation in that space. And so I did not learn how to negotiate there. When I went to go work at Jason's Deli, the local restaurants in my neighborhood, or the deli in my neighborhood, um, they asked me on the day of the interview, how much do you expect to earn by working here? And my response was a foolish one. I was more so along the lines of, oh, pay me whatever you think I deserve. Big mistake. And I cringe thinking about it. My mother would have slapped me because my mom is a serious bargain hunter. And I learned from her. But then I don't understand why in that scenario, at an important job meeting, well, yeah, it's a restaurant job, but then it's still something my time was going into every day and I was earning by putting in the work. And I went with, oh, pay me whatever you think you and think I deserve. And I got paid pretty terribly. And 
when it paid me, when it told me what they would pay me, I think it was like $7 per hour. I was fine with it because $7 per hour was like, okay, yay, that's awesome. Because to be fair, my mom, my, my parents gave me $5 a day. That was my allowance every every week. So I got like a $5 a, a, a day then. So five bucks times five, 25 bucks a week times four. So every month I got a hundred bucks allowance. And so $7 per hour was like a fortune compared to what I got for free. And so I didn't think much of it until a week later when one of my friends came to work at the same restaurant and I could overhear the conversation and the interviewing process. And Kelsey had worked at other restaurants and so she knew better. And so she knew to tell them what she felt she deserved. And they then came down to a middle ground and they paid her what they were both okay with. So they asked her, what do you believe you should get paid by working here? And she said $10 per hour. And I was like, eh? For this same job, they were like, like, they will not pay her that much. Like, like, they paid her $8.50. And that was the middle ground they came down to. And that was eye-opening because I didn't think I deserved it. I didn't think I should have asked. I just presumed that if I just play the make, oh, pay me whatever you believe I deserve, I'll be okay and I'll be great. And so in life, I've learned from that experience that whenever I go into a job interview, I mean, now I run my own companies, but then it's a different story now. But back then, I learned that whenever I go into a job interview, I do my homework, research what the value of what the average pay is for that job, for that role in that same neighborhood. Because again, in America, different neighborhoods, different um, earning medians. So I made sure I did my homework and whenever I go into any job interview, I understood and I knew the value of my time there. And that way, because to be fair, as an employer at this point, if any staff tells me, maybe whatever I think I, like you owe me, I'll pay you the least possible amounts to save the money. And that's just what it is at any job. And so whenever you go into an interview, make sure you do your homework and find out what you believe the earning rates should be that way don't go and do one chance for you because that happened to me and I learned from that and now I apply that in life whenever I go into a market I have no shame in haggling I have no shame in saying pepper for this much okay what's the best price give it to me jale or at least even give me jara that way I'll be happy that I'm spending so much like now we know how much onions costs and I remember that I went into the market last month to go and buy onions and I was clutching my chest. But I bought the onions at a better price point than what you will find at the spa or the shop, right? And that was because I haggled. I'm like, Auntie, I understand that onions don't cost, but please, I beg, what do you do for me? Give me your best price points. And in the end, we got to a good price point. I'm like, ah, this is not cost. I beg, add Jaya for me small now. And I'm paying for the service. She's giving me the products. She's happy. She's getting paid fairly for whatever it is. And I don't subscribe to that. Oh, people are earning very low money in this country. We are poor, we are poor, we are poor. I'm like, I'm sorry, please. As long as the seller is happy having it sold to you and they are seeing their profits from that sale, I'm not going to shortchange myself by paying premium for what I could pay a whole lot less for and afford a lot, a lot more in my food buying. So like, 
I feel no guilt whatsoever in coming into a market space and haggling like they expect me to haggle because in Nigeria, now all than one chance. If you like, go and do a modern good thing and go and pay 10k for onions, they'll just you move ah, Simugu, it's all good. If you go in there and you pay 1k for it, they are happy either way. But then, of course, they'll look out for that Mugu and say, ah, where is the Mugu again? No. Then my end 10k for this small something. And so I believe in haggling and learning to always apply that sense. And I find that whatever I interview people for jobs at my company, many times I get that same response when it comes to how much you think you should earn working here. And they usually tell me, oh, please pay me what you think I deserve. And I'm like, bruh, don't do that. So what I've learned to do for them is, okay, what about this? So first and first, I do not hire people who live too far from the office space because that is expensive for them. And I do not want them to end up hating the job or even me because I represent the company. So I usually first make sure they live in very short distance to the office. So that's one checkpoint. But then whenever they give me that response of, pay me whatever you think you owe me, I simply tell them to go and calculate how much it is it costs them to come into the office round trip every day, how much they believe they would expend in their daily, their food, those basic things. Do your homework and just know what is your base minimum. At least you understand your base minimum. And then now look at the job itself. Do you have the skill sets for the job role? Can you do it? You like are you are you on par with the requirements here? Now do your own math and figure out how much you believe you deserve. And so when you then give me your number, I'll then decide if I can afford to pay you or we can come down to a fee that makes sense for the company and you are also happy going home with. So I try to employ that um, technique with my staff where back in the days I didn't. And in the end, what ended up happening as an employer was that we'll get staff who just simply say that and we'll pay them what we felt. Okay, hey, we can afford X, Y, Z. Let's pay them this amount of money. And the first month, they're happy with it. By month three, last, last, they're like, ah, it don't cost. So they're coming to the office is too expensive. Buying their lunch is expensive. Different things are too expensive. They can't afford to work there anymore. And many times the staff don't even tell you what their problems are. They just leave and just don't show up. And so as an employer, having to spend time to go find new people and having to train people again, it is a very tedious process. So I try to cut my own time down and wasting less time with employing people who don't know better by educating them off the bat. That way I don't waste time with people that will leave me and leave the company because of they feel like they're underpaid. And so I usually um, have someone who I feel like can actually like talk to them on the same level, ask them those important questions whenever they don't give me the answers when I ask. Because sometimes my boy is too much for them. So I have somebody else ask the questions and then they respond in a more honest way. And then we decide on what the value is for them because we're, we're a small company, we're a bit new. So many roles we do hire for are a bit fresh for us. And so it requires on my own end as a company owner to even ask friends, how much you pay your staff who does X, Y, Z, because these are new roles for us in the company that we need to employ people for. So we don't have the 
know-how also as a company. So we have to do our own homework and find out what the average pay rate is in the same sector and then use that. But sometimes, man, people don't always give the honest answer and what they believe they do want to earn. And you end up losing staff because you're underpaying them or they've asked for too little in trying to simply be a, a crowd pleaser and trying to just like, you know, impress the employer or the interviewer. So yeah, my thing about haggling is always, always know you, do your homework before going into a job interview. You go into the markets, do your homework, figure out how much should it cost for pepper? How much should it cost for onions? Apply the same logic and reasoning when you're going into a job interview. Do not overpay for what you do not, what you should not overpay for. And pay, you know, always pay fairly, always haggle and try and get the best deal for yourself. And so when you're trying to get a job, you need to get the best pay for yourself also. And so I learned that at that restaurant and that has always lived with me since then. And I don't joke with my money anymore. So if you ask me how much do I think I deserve, man, I'll give you times 10 when I believe. And well, actually, I wouldn't do that. But at a job interview, I'll give you slightly higher than what I should earn. And most times it comes down to what it should be instead. And so it's usually that compromising level of whenever you go into the markets, you say, okay, I want to buy pepper. And you know that pepper should cost about 100 naira, but then they're giving it to you at 200 naira. So you haggle that out and say, please, no, I'll pay 50 naira. And what will then happen is that you then have that haggling experience with the person. You kind of go back and forth and you end up paying that 100 naira instead. So it's just that battle of who is sharper, who can get things done and who will not be swabbed here. So overall, I hope today's podcast message makes sense and helps whomever or the nobody that's listening right now. But if you are, thank you for listening to me yammering on about haggling and I hope this was informative and I hope um, it was helpful. So yeah, have a great day and ciao, ciao.